0: Hey teachers, this is Brie from Knowledge Nutritionist and you're listening to the Back to School with Brie podcast, an exclusive series that breaks down how you, a busy teacher, can put quick, simple, and impactful healthy eating strategies into your days. Gone are the days of skipping eating all day to come home and binge on candy or the days of exhausting yourself printing recipes and meal prepping all weekend long. Over these five short episodes, You'll get everything you need to start the year excited, empowered, and equipped to fuel your body right, and most importantly, stick with these healthy habits all year long. I'm your host, Brie, a registered dietitian and the wife of a middle school teacher, so I get it. It's so hard for teachers to be healthy, yet you're the ones who need and deserve it most. I am on a mission to make healthy simple, fun, and doable for educators, and I'm so grateful that you're here. Let's dive in. Does the thought of healthy eating confuse you, overwhelm you, or stress you out? And on top of that, you're even more confused because you've learned about healthy eating, the food pyramid, all of that back in school, and you understand that you probably shouldn't eat fast food three times a day to be healthy. But why is it so hard? And why is it so confusing? And why can it be so stressful when it should be pretty simple, or at least that's what we were led to believe. In the last episode, which be sure to listen if you haven't yet, we talked about the three steps that you need to take to prioritize your health through eating well. And in this short episode, we're going to go even further and go through exactly how you can make healthy eating simple. We're going to use a case study to guide us through this episode because often when we have someone that we can relate to or their situation and their story sounds like us, it becomes much easier to visualize it and figure out what that might look like for us. Let's talk about Kate. Kate is one of my most successful clients and i got her permission to share her story but i was talking to her the other day and a lot of what she said i thought could be helpful to talk through in this episode kate she is an elementary school teacher she is a mom and a wife right so that's what she does but what that means is that she's busy her days get pretty stressful, and often throughout the day, she was feeling pretty tired. When her and I were chatting the other day, she was telling me how she couldn't believe how excited she was to start the school year, not only to get back in the classroom and to see her students and to get back into routine, but when it came to her nutrition and her health habits it looked a lot different than it usually does for the start of the school year. She was telling me that she realized she doesn't worry about food the way that she used to. She now is able to do things so automatically. For example, when she steps into the grocery store, she knows exactly what to buy. She knows how to make her list. She knows what to look for. She knows how to stick to a budget and not leave with a cart full of food and putting it away, feeling confused and not really knowing how to make any meals with it. When it comes to meal times, she knows what she's going to cook. She knows what she's going to make, use leftovers to throw together for a balanced meal. If her family is going out to eat, she knows what to order. And with that, she has the flexibility to handle anything that might come. So if you would like to hear more about what these automatic habits sound like, what I mean by that, and especially having that element of flexibility to handle the busier weeks or to know what to do when things don't go to plan, the exact same three steps that she took to get to this place of effortless, easy, healthy eating. First thing she did is she stopped dieting and threw away all of these complex programs and plans that she had downloaded and tried. And I mean like plans, plural. She had tried counting calories. She had tried using point systems, counting and tracking her macros using a few different apps, maybe claiming that they're based on psychology and that they're actually not diets, and that one was a little bit confusing to work through. Tried these cute little colorful portion control containers, but what she found is through doing that, it only caused her to spend a lot of mental energy checking food labels, weighing and measuring things all the time and constantly googling information about foods to find out how much sugar how many carbs all of this and that and it was taking a lot of time a lot of energy and honestly a lot of just mental space not only the space in the cupboards from the tupperware containers but just in her brain of constantly having to make sure she was following something right it became complicated time consuming but she stuck with it because it had been so effective after we started working together she realized that this was the first step of something she had to get rid of because this time this energy she was dedicating to these diets and complex programs it wasn't sustainable for her sure she liked the guidance of what to do she liked the results that she had seen but the work The time and the energy, it wasn't going to work for her long term. The second thing she did after deciding to let go of the idea that she needed to diet or follow a complex program was to focus on habits that were custom to her lifestyle and goals. Let's break down what that means. When I say habits, these are actions that Kate did on a daily basis that became easy. They were repeatable and they were consistent. And I love to illustrate this by remembering, think way back when you first learned how to drive a car. I remember sitting in the passenger seat, trying to remember everything that was in the manual of having to adjust my mirrors, make sure the seat was where I needed it. And then to start driving was checking my speedometer, checking my mirrors, making sure I was putting the right pressure on the pedal, right? It was a lot and it was overwhelming. But now, years and years later, every time that I step into a car, I do all of that automatically. And I can focus on the road, I can focus on where I'm going, and the actual act of driving, unless someone else comes in and, you know, tries to mess up the, the route. But anyway, now when I drive places, it's, it's easy and it's effortless because I have built these habits and my body and mind have learned how to do it automatically. The exact same thing can happen when it comes to our nutrition habits. Mind-blowing, right? But again, it makes that idea of getting to an end goal, getting to where you want to be by making things automatic so that it's one less thing you have to think about. It becomes so easy, so doable, where you get that element of being able to repeat something so that you are consistent. And with that is it's focusing on the big picture, through daily actions, right? Just like driving a car, focusing where you want to go through the act of driving, just like her, Kate's health goals. She knew where she wanted to go, but she had to work on getting those daily habits automatic so that she could easily get there. And the second aspect of that is that it had to be custom to her lifestyle and goals. She knew to get to her goal, She could take some pretty extreme measures. She could do a big meal prep. She could... Start up running and joining CrossFit, but she knew weren't something that would last. So she was able to reframe her approach, think about things differently, where instead she wanted to build things in that worked with her family so that they didn't have to eat separate meals, that it worked with her busy schedule, and that it wasn't one less thing to stress about. So, what that looked like for her is she put in these habits. And it, took, it takes time to hold habits. You know, that 21 days thing. that's a myth, but it does take time. She focused on daily actions that she could link back into things that they were already doing at home. So this meant tying the things that we were working on together into her children's schedules. So for example, packing lunches, weekend outings. She used what she was already doing and that foundation she already had to replace bad habits and build better ones. This meant making small changes, sticking with the ones that worked, and being consistent with those and slowly building on. Now we have Kate. She has let go of dieting. She's ready for a much simpler approach, and she needs that. And how she is doing that is using habits that work with her lifestyle. The third thing that Kate did is as she is working on this new approach, focusing on her habits, focusing on repeating things and being consistent, She looked at what she could add. And again, this took a bit of a mindset shift because she was so used to plans that told her what she needed to cut out, what she could take away. Maybe it was fat this week. Maybe it was carbs next week. Maybe it was alcohol the next week, right? She was constantly taking things away because it seemed like that would be the solution. But again, her story showed these diets, these plans, they weren't working for her. So she shifted to add things in. And that's what we did is based off our habits, right? So we're adding in healthy habits. We're adding on a a goal-centered approach. We are adding in new techniques in the kitchen to make healthy food taste delicious. We are adding in systems that save time and money. She added in specific foods that her kids liked, that her husband liked, that were easy to find at the grocery store, that boosted their energy that she found when she was eating more nourishing meals, she was felt better, not overall, but even mentally she was happier. She was less stressed because she was nourishing her body with nutrients that she had been cutting out for so long and that she had avoided. She added in weekly menu planning. She added in guidelines that made grocery shopping easier she added in healthy snacks she added in tools for portion control that didn't require weird little containers you can see that we focused on adding because adding that's empowering we're adding things that feel good that taste good it becomes so much more realistic and so much more doable when we are focusing on what can we do versus what do we have to stop doing Or what do we have to take away? You know, it might take a minute to digest that because it is such a different approach. than we've kind of been accustomed to believe what we have to do when it comes to nutrition. It's about taking things away, cutting things out by going through this three-step approach, like Kate, by ditching the diets, focusing on habits, and making positive additions. That's where it felt good. That's where she could repeat it. And again, as you've heard me say before, that's kind of the key is you have to find what feels good. What are you willing to do day after day? Or As you reflect on Kate's story and the process she went through, I want you to look at yourself now. Look at your habits. Look at your days and think about what are specific things that you can do To make healthy eating simple? Do you need to ditch the diets that you have hung on to for so many years and realize that they haven't worked? It's for a reason the diets haven't worked. It's not that you. It's you're not the problem. It's the diets. Do you need to focus your attention on the daily habits and these small actions that build upon each other? Or do you need to make some positive additions, thinking about impactful, doable things that you can add into your days and your weeks. What can you do to make healthy eating simple? I want to hear from you. And then as I encourage you to do through each of these episodes is look at zoom out. Let's look at the bigger picture. What do each of these mean for you? What would it mean for you to eat healthy in a way that was easy and simple? to not have to waste money on another failed program, to not have to scroll through Pinterest for hours trying to find a healthy food list, or to have to unnecessarily cut out your favorite food again. It could be pretty impactful, right? Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope that you are now so excited to make Healthy Eating Simple, and to combine this with what you learned in the previous one of making it a priority. And in the next podcast, we're going to zoom out a little bit by putting these two ideas together of prioritizing you and making it simple, but applying it to teachers. Because let's be honest, standard advice often isn't realistic when it comes to your days and the challenges that you face in and out of the classroom be sure to follow along with your workbook for the notes and to guide you through this podcast and the next three episodes of the series and as always if this was helpful i would so appreciate if you could share this with a fellow educator who needs to hear this message